Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your Daily Dose of Donna. Happy, happy, happy Friday. Happy Friday. We have made it. We made it to Friday. I am so excited. Welcome. Friday, May 19th. Shout out to my little sister, Liana. Happy birthday. We are getting into birthday season. My birthday is June 11th. Those of you that don't know, now you know. Um, we have an exciting uh, show today. It's Friday, which is always like a little bit of a slow news day, but there's a few stories that I can't wait to get into. We've got 120 people on TikTok. Our TikTok Live is here. If you have not yet joined the Facebook group, Daily Dose of Donna, what are you waiting for? Get on in there. We love having conversation. I want you guys to throw in you know, any stories that you want to talk about or any articles that you're seeing. And it's kind of fun just to kind of chat back and forth over there. And um, of course, if you're watching on YouTube, YouTube. Thank you so much. Just hit subscribe. I know if you're watching, you're like, do I want to subscribe to her? I'm not sure. Subscribe and then you'll decide later. But if you don't subscribe, I can get lost in your life. You can see me today and never see me again. So subscribe. Also give me a like, a thumbs up, all that stuff. Uh, Sarah, you're going to have to give me some good stuff as I'm talking because Sarah from Jeff Lewis Obsessed is watching on YouTube. I'm sorry, TikTok. And she's saying that Jeff Lewis had a long conversation who gave me a hat? Someone gave me a hat during my live. That was so funny. Um, so uh, Jeff Lewis talked to Tom Schwartz and talked to uh, Heather McDonald. So we love to hear it and I want to hear everything. Okay. Before I get into the episode, I want to shout out Ilya.com, the lead sponsor of Daily Dose of Donna. I've talked about this now for a couple weeks, and you guys are loving this wine. Whoever is out there ordering it, you guys are all sending me your pictures of you drinking it, and I appreciate you. As always, it really is good wine. Go to Ilya.com and use the code DAILY20 for 20% off of any of the varietals. It comes straight to your door from Spain. So fancy. So fancy. And support them and support my code. Because if you support me and support the code, then you're supporting the entire show as ge- in general, right? And this is the funny thing. You know, one of my favorite podcasts this week announced um, that they're moving to a subscription-only model. And I'll mention it here because I have no issue what ever um, with mentioning. I've talked about how I love Bitch Sesh, right? So if you guys are Real Housewives watchers or I should say like Bravo watchers, reality TV watchers, you should know who the Bitch Sesh girls are. They are Danielle Schneider and Casey Wilson, and they actually hosted a um, a live conversation last night with Andy Cohen uh, about his new book, da- Daddy Diaries. Anyway, they have this weekly podcast. I've been listening to it for freaking years, okay? Probably 
seven years I've been listening to the show. I listened to it before I even moved into the house that I'm in now. I've been listening to it forever. Anyway, they moved to a subscription-only model and I was reading a lot of the comments who were like, it's so sad. I won't be able to listen. I can't pay that money. And I understand that a lot of you guys are financially strapped. So if I'm giving you free content, this is free content, the least you could do, the least you could do, subscribe, like, give me a rating, give me a review, tell your friends, follow along. That's your way of paying with social, um, social currency. Social currency. Tell your friends, give me some likes, give me some follows. I think that that's like the best we can do to support creators online. I'm not asking for any money yet. Just kidding. Okay. Um, Can you imagine I send you guys all a Venmo request? Okay. Oh, guys, we've got some good stories today. We have to talk a little bit about, um, what should I do first? Should I do the smaller stories and then end with Vanderpump? Or should we start with Vanderpump and then go to other things? Okay, I'll I'll start with the big news stories of the week. Um, obviously, you guys were still coming off of this finale, this finale that rocked the crap out of us. That I said yesterday on the show was, I think, the best hour of reality TV ever, and maybe one of the top shows of TV, like in our lifetimes. What was cool about it was how many people watched it live. And I don't think that that happens that often unless it's a sports event or maybe an award show. Like the fact that so many people of so many different kind of age range and um, it like really crossed all kinds of boundaries because I know 18-year-olds that are obsessed with the show and I know 80-year-olds that love the show. And so the fact that everyone sat down and watched the show together, it's so um, connecting. And it's one of those moments where it's like, where were you when Scandaval broke? I remember where I was. I don't know where you guys were. I was sitting at my kid's school waiting to go into a school performance. I was sitting on the little bench. I got the TMZ alert and I was like, oh my God, and texting all my friends like, oh my God. And, and then I had to watch the performance and I couldn't like be online and create TikToks. It was crazy. But yes, I mean, everyone was watching it and most people were watching it live. And you know, how cool is that? Like such a moment in time, such a moment in time. So bravo to bravo, bravo to evolution, bravo to, uh, you know, anyone that was involved, the producers, the editors for that show, because it really like unified the world. BravoCon is going to be better than ever this year. If you go, you're going to BravoCon, let me know in the comments. I will be there. I know Sarah, Jeff Lewis, Obsessed, we're going to be there. We're doing, we're, we're, we, I want to do a Dosers meetup, maybe a Dosers and a Jeff Lewis Chumpets meetup. Like, we have to figure something fun out. I know it's going to be crazy over there, but I feel like we've got to find a way to all get together. Now, watch what happens live with Ariana, and you may have seen this, hit its – I want you to hear this really fast. No, let me preface this. Watch what happens live with Andy Cohen has had stars on that show, right? The biggest of the biggest, movie stars, celebrities, like – worldwide celebrities, like the J-Lo's of the world, right? The Sarah Jessica Parkers, huge, huge movie stars. Watch what happens live hit. It's series high on Wednesday night with Ariana Maddox as the co- as the, the sole guest. Series. That's not season. Series from top to bottom. That is insanity. 
Vanderpump Rules hit its season high because Vanderpump Rules had its highest season, its highest numbers was season two's reunion, which is bananas to me. But the fact that uh, Vanderpump Rules had its season high, obviously, and then its series high on Watch What Happens Live, that's saying a lot. Now, let's talk for a second about Ariana and my prediction. This is my prediction. Tell me, you know, I want you guys to tell me if you think I'm totally off or you think I possibly am right here. Ariana was so damn amazing yesterday and the day before. She did Watch What Happens Live on Wednesday night, looked phenomenal, I thought, spoke like a freaking queen, okay? Then she was, and that's fine because that's Watch What Happens Live. That's her people. That's Bravo. That's small audience. That's alcohol. So it's like very light and fun. But then the real test is how do you perform or how do you speak? Media training is so important. I come from that world, right? I come from the world of casting and helping people with media training. That's a part of what I do as a as a living. And sorry, I'm trying to get more comfortable here. Media training is so important because we've seen Tom Schwartz on Watch What Happens Live, which was horrendous, right? That was an example of how not to show up for an interview. But Ariana did the right work. She worked with the right people. She has the right team behind her. And she went on The View and then she went on the Today Show looking chef's kiss stunning. Like seriously stunning. Like I'm like, you're beautiful. Like I think she's a universally beautiful person. And I think it um, – I want to I wanna hear what you guys are talking about here. Um, and – I think my guess, because she spoke so well, I saw it yesterday when I was watching. I think she's going to be the next Amanda Klutz. Hear me out. Those of you that don't know who Amanda Klutz is, back in, you know, 2020, it was a very, very uh, big news story. Her husband, Nick, had very healthy young guy, had um, gotten COVID and it just took him down. And he was in the ICU and he was in the hospital for months. And she became very, very um, popular on social media sharing the journey. And a lot of celebrities rallied behind her. And that's kind of, it was her rise to fame was her, she, she had a little bit of a brand already, but her rise to like national kind of fame was through this tragedy that had happened to her and her husband eventually ended up succumbing and dying to uh, complications, I believe, of COVID, okay? That horrible, horrible experience for her, and I'm not saying that the affair is like a death, but I'm just saying a tragedy gave her the ability to then become a star, right? She was on everyone's mind. She was so well-spoken. She handled it so well. She seriously went on, um, you know, she went on The View. She went on The Today Show. She became this like media darling. She then wrote books. She then, you know, she has a, a workout app. And so that grew. And then she got on Dancing with the Stars. And then now she is one of the hosts of, is it The Talk? With Jerry O'Connell and, and them. And She's a star now. She's like a media star. I do believe Ariana will go there. That's my gut. My gut says that Ariana will maybe do one more season of Vanderpump or maybe she'll do both. Maybe she can do Vanderpump and she'll do something else. She will be a media, like she'll be a host of something. That's what I think. So yes, tragedy sometimes, you know, in, in Ariana's case, tragedy sounds so big, but 
very, very dramatic, sad things that happen to certain people sometimes elevate them in the public eye because it gives people a little version of like empathy and I'm so sorry and I feel for you. But then when you see them rise above and not like fall apart, you're like, oh my God, you're an inspiration. I want other people to hear from you. So I'm interested. Is she going to write a book? Like, what are we going to do here? I'm so curious the next step of Ariana, obviously something about her, but that's just a sandwich shop. I think she's going to be onto something bigger. Okay. Shenanigans. Sheena Shea has her podcast. Is Sheena, you guys, it's so funny. I, I posted a clip of yesterday's episode where I was talking about how Sheena is, I think, a really, really, um, she came off really well at the end of the season and she really looks good at the end of the season as a friend and, you know, she stood up for Ariana and she always kind of has been doing that. And um, and it's a very controversial, controversial opinion because people love to say, oh, but she had an affair. Okay, so yes, yes, she doesn't have a full clean bill of history health, but you know, she <clears throat> has grown up. She's grown up. It's like the same as Jax. A lot of people think Jax is still awful because of the old thing or whatever. I believe that people can change. I believe that you can see growth in some of these people. If you had a camera following me when I was 23, 24, 25, holy, I mean, burn the tape. You would have hated me probably, right? I mean, I'm sure. So anyway, um, Sheena released an episode of Shenanigans with Danny Pellegrino, who's another podcast host and an author, and he's amazing. And um, – and they were talking about it today. Nothing crazy new except for the fact that she, you know, reiterated uh, Rachel's reaction, Raquel's reaction when she found out about the affair in New York, you know, during that push or the the nail. Um, and I guess the thing that was so upsetting, and this would really, like, can you imagine if there is a friend of yours that you adore, love, and you think she's just amazing, shockingly, and then you find out that she's been doing this awful thing to another one of your mutual friends, and her reaction was like, yeah, and? And there was no sadness. But this is the thing. When you watch that scene between her and Tom under the galaxy lights, the, you know, ridiculous coulda, shoulda, woulda scene, her energy is not sad because she, in the, that moment, feels like she won right? In that moment, she feels like I made out like as I I got the prize. I got this 40-year-old smelly cookie cook and I got the prize. And so I am, you know, I'm, I'm winning here. Like, I don't think she thought it was going to go that bad to, you know, publicly at that point. <laughs> Little did they know. Um, oh, yeah. Sheena did talk about the fact she was like, I can't believe that Rachel, Rachel, what's her name again? Raquel. Um, I can't believe that she was, she slept over at Sandoval's house, Ariana and Sandoval's house, the night that we were supposed to be at court together. Remember when um, Sheena ended up going to the Los Angeles courthouse to defend herself just to make sure everything was fine, even though she had really, she had received papers that the restraining order was taken away. and and um, they believe that she really, uh, it was a abu abuse of the court system is what Sheena was saying. Sheena also said that she uh, believes she knows who the other person that Tom Sandoval cheated on Ariana with. And that was um, Billy Lee, which is just like, can we talk about that for a second? I'm dying to know more. Dying to know more about that. 
And then, like, they mentioned it in an unseen footage from season seven or six reunion, but they never showed that on the show. Why didn't we talk about that? Hello, Celeb Fail. Happy to have you here. Um, so, so then, Billy, okay, Billy Lee, and then Sheena and Christy, uh, Billy Lee was a transgender cast member. So Billy was a woman, but yes, trans. And, um, and the other person that Kristen Doty and Sheena thinks that he cheated on her with was potentially one of the lead singers of Tom Sandoval and the most extras. We need to, someone find the tape, find who this girl is who used to be in the band and then just wasn't in the band anymore. I remember seeing clips of this like back in old school TikToks. So we need to find out who she is and someone get Andy and a camera. Okay. I don't know the details of Billy Lee's surgeries. You guys Google that. Okay. Um, Lisa Vanderpump spoke at, uh, to I think, E! News, and she said, listen, I don't have empathy, but I have hope. And I'm not going to pile on Tom when he's already feeling down. He's already getting it from the world. And you know what? I appreciate LVP for saying that. He needs – like. It wouldn't make sense if all of a sudden she was like, I hate him. Like they're business partners, right? We have to remember that. They are business partners. And here's another thing. We talked yesterday about this idea that producers have revealed that something big came out in the um, in the reunion and they haven't revealed it yet to the cast and people are going to be questioning. Part of me thinks it's not going to be as big as we're kind of making it out to be. A lot of people think, oh my God, Raquel is pregnant. I think she's pregnant. Here's my gut. I don't think she's pregnant. Um, I'm going to answer that in one second, Darlene. I don't think she's pregnant because she was openly at that reunion. I don't know if you guys remember when they were filming Tom and Raquel. And if you go to my Facebook group, Daily Dose of Donna, that's the cover photo of the two of them in black. And he was smoking cigarettes. And he, you remember when producers were like filming them and he was like, get the cameras away from me. He was smoking cigarettes like crazy and probably drinking his diet squirt. And she was um, vaping like crazy. And so if she is pregnant or was pregnant in that moment, there's absolutely no way. There's no way. There is no way. Now, it's one thing if she revealed, I got pregnant and I got a smushmortion. That's possible, but I don't know. Um, No one really knows where she is. I mean, a lot of people assume that she's being kind of like held in like her, her, um, what's it called? Her parents, not her parents. Yeah. Her parents in Arizona are just like keeping her away from everyone and away from, you know, we know now from that last episode that her parents hated Sandoval, right? Remember before Tom Sandoval said, they love you. I love you too. No, I said, they love you. Weirdest moment in all of TV, like wanted to die. Um, but Yeah. I mean, if I were Raquel's parents, this is what I would do. Number one, I would not say Raquel. I would say Rachel. Rachel Levis. We need to know her middle name. What is Rachel's middle name? Rachel Levis, get your ass into your bedroom, close the door, and you know Rachel Levis's bedroom, her her childhood home is like literally like rainbows and unicorns and fairies and like pictures of Tom Sandoval. What do you think Rachel Levis's childhood room looks like? And I, I believe that the, the parents, if I were her parents, I would say, you are not leaving this house. We are bringing therapists here. You, I, you are not even going to 7-Eleven 
Forget going out to dinners. Forget going to the movies. Don't go on a run. You sit your ass in that room. We fix you. We work on this and then we change your name and we move you. You're not moving back to Los Angeles. We'll never allow you and we'll never give you a dollar. If I were her parents, I would legit die over this. Can you imagine if you were Sandoval's or Rachel's, Rachel? I can't say her name anymore, you guys. I've lost it. I have lost the ability to say her name because I don't know her name. Um, Oh my God, so funny. Kristen says on TikTok that she has, Linda says Care Bears. (laughs) She has Care Bears for sure. Kristen says she has sync posters and probably, she probably has, um, what are they? Like, no, Barbies. She definitely has Barbies, right? A lot of people are calling her Rich Cal. It's too hard. I'm going to call her Rachel or Raquel. Don't judge me. Like there's other bigger things in life, right? I still don't get why Tom Schwartz says Ariana. Do we notice that? Tom Schwartz still says Ariana about Ariana. Oh my God. This is so funny. My little pony is in Rachel's room. Um, in sync posters. What, One Direction? Harry Styles posters for sure, right? Like what else it would be like so on brand? Um, oh, 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 and and the the CD that's still, I mean, I'm sure she doesn't listen to CDs, but like if this was in the 90s, the CD that's still in her boombox is, don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Like Pussycat Dolls. Oh my gosh, Chris, it's so true. It's like how Luann says, Sonia for Sonia. It's true. Why does she always say Sonia? Some people just can't. Oh my gosh, I got a cowboy hat and a mustache on TikTok. You're cracking me up. I don't understand why some people can't say names right. But you watch the show. Like you see the way other people are calling their names. It's Ariana. Ariana is how she says her name. Okay, you guys know that this show is called Daily Dose of Donna. But how do you spell my name? D-A-N-A. So most people say daily dose of Dana. People think my name is Dana all the time. But I am from an Israeli family. I was born here in Los Angeles, but I'm from an Israeli family. And in Israel, there's a lot of people whose names are D-A-N-A and it's Dana. Dana Le. That's what my mom calls me, okay? Dana. So I am Dana. Now, it would be so weird if I was on a reality show and everyone, my husband, everyone called me Dana, but then I have one friend that calls me Dana. It's Ariana. It's Sonia. (laughs) Who else says things wrong? Okay, you guys, this was kind of crazy out of nowhere yesterday, but yesterday, the New York Times, um, was it the New York Times? Yeah, it was the New York Times on their uh, Instagram feed post. You know, they post like 15 things. Oh, yeah, a lot of people in the European way say Donna Dana. Okay, so, or Dana. So, on the New York Times yesterday, they post tons of Instagram pictures, okay? Like constantly throughout the day. All of these big, uh, you know, news media, they have social media people they're posting constantly. So yesterday morning, they post a picture of Ariana and I guess they had an article with her that said, you know, a little bit of this post scandal. So it's a picture of Ariana and, um, you know, a little bit of a caption. It says, read more in the link in bio. So you know how like when there's a celebrity or someone with a lot of followers or if they get a lot of likes, it's like kind of the highlighted comment on b- below. So apparently yesterday, Leave Schreiber, Liev, now I'm going to F this up. You guys, is it Liev or Leave? Leave Schreiber, Liev Schreiber, I'm going to say both, um, who's a very, very famous actor, like 
script, actor. Okay, I have it right the first time. Leave. Live? Live? Live Schreiber. Leave Schreiber. Um, he commented, is this news? Okay. The way he Howie Mandeled himself in that moment. You cannot, you cannot F with the Vanderpump crew fans. Okay. You cannot talk shite about our stuff. It's like if I, if someone won the Super Bowl, if the Patriots won the Super Bowl and New York Times posted it and I was like, this is news. Hell yeah, it's news. Open your eyes. It's on The View. It's on the Today Show. It's the number one, you know, uh, search thing. It's all over my TikTok feed. Is it all through your TikTok feeds? It is everywhere. Everyone knows a little bit about the fact that there's this is going on. And it's so demeaning that reality TV, God forbid, reality TV is news. It's it's like demeaning to anyone like us who actually this is our world, right? This is even if it's just your obsession, even if you're not making money from creating content or a show or whatever, we're obsessed with this, right? So of course people clapped back, including Danny Pellegrino. Second mention of Danny Pellegrino today, who basically said, "Yes, it's news." Like you know, fighting for Ariana, and then I think that Leave Schreiber probably got killed in the comments, and maybe his agent or manager or her assistant responded to him and sent him a text and said, you don't want to be Howie Mandel right now. The last thing you want is to be on the other side of this. You got to like, you know, so he said, my bad. I didn't realize I was in the entertainment section. Well, you're not. You're just on Instagram leave. Okay. You're just on Instagram. But news, the New York Times can cover a variety of things. They can cover movies. They can cover food. Can you imagine if like a nice restaurant was listed and they talked about this like wonderful restaurant and he said, is this news? It's it's so obnoxious. Actually, you know what? I don't think maybe talking about the movie that you're in is news. I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like when people demean people for liking things like we like. We like pop culture. We like reality TV. You know what? Great. You're obsessed with sports, dude. You walk around with a freaking Steelers hat or a, um, you know, I'm trying to, my husband obsessed with Cubs or these people are so obsessed with these things. Or how about anyone that's into like weird things? Like, um, like I love how I said weird and then I'm saying like it should be okay, but like Comic-Con or NFTs or, um, video games like Dungeons and Dragons or fashion, makeup, food, cocktails. Like we are allowed to have interests that not everyone else has. And I am sick and tired of reality and pop culture lovers and fans and gossipers and creators being like vilified for being, you know, DNS, dumb and stupid as James Sandoval says. I am not DNS. You are not DNS. We are allowed to have obsessions with this. And you know what? BravoCon is such a huge event. And that's just one network. Reality TV is a huge part of the entertainment scope, and we are allowed to feel this way. And you know what? You be proud. Did I say James Sandoval? <laughs> I want to be James. Can you imagine? I call everyone Sandoval. I've been calling Katie, Katie Sandoval, James Sandoval. You guys, my little diatribe right now got so many follows on TikTok. It's like I said, we are allowed to love pop culture, and it's like follow, 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 follow. Yes, you have found your people. Yeah, Star Wars. How many people are obsessed with Disneyland? How many people are obsessed with Backstreet Boys or um, Swifties? Swifties, you know? Get Taylor Swift on Vanderpump Rules. That's 
that will take this into another dimension. And then Leave Schreiber is going to say, wait, now this is news? Yes, it's news. And it just broke your TV. Can you imagine if Taylor Swift jumped on an episode of Vanderpump Rules? If Taylor Swift and Ariana Maddox did a song together? What would happen to the world? Would everything just break in half and and fall apart? (laughs) This is the best. Someone said, I lost my remote and my husband blamed Sandoval. (laughs) Everything is Sandoval's fault. Everything is Sandoval's fault. Oh my gosh. Yes. We're going to have some good. I'm dying to know who's on the next season of Vanderpump. For sure. There will be another season. For sure. Ariana will be on it. Katie will be on it. Sheena and Brock will be on it. We know that Schwartz will be on it. Lala will be on it. Um, Sandoval will be on it. Although we're hearing like reports that he is going to hold out. Oh, James, obviously James and Allie. We're hearing reports that, um, that Sandoval is going to hold out for an extraordinary amount of money. And here's the thing. It's not shocking for a second because A, he needs it. And B, you can't go back without Sandoval. You just can't. If they go back onto the show and Sandoval is not on it, I don't care if you bring Jax, my man, back. I don't care if you bring anyone. If they go back on the show and Sandoval is not on it, you don't have a show. You don't have a show. You have a show. You just don't have Vanderpump Rules. You don't have what we have now. And you know what? This is the thing. It's like, it's already so big that I just don't know how it's ever going to hit this kind of excitement again. I feel like we just like, we hit our peak. Like it's all downhill from here. What? That's why when someone said earlier in this episode, like, what about Kim and Croy? Let's talk about Kim and Croy. I'm like, oh my God, that was so big on Monday. And now I'm like, who cares? But I will mention this about Kim and Croy. Um, she did something yesterday that I thought was so lame. She's going to the court saying that Croy is smoking marijuana in front of the kids in the house. Guys, my husband Lance has done the show on six gummies. Okay. Now I do live in Los Angeles. I am a California state. We can, uh, legally go and purchase marijuana, CBD, THC, all this, all this stuff. Okay. But like, let's, let's chill it out, Kim. Find something a little bit stronger. Okay, let's find a little bit more evidence here. Um, So yeah, I do think Sandoval will end up coming back on the show. And I do think that he will get a lot of money. And you know what? He should because they need him. Ariana will get a ton of money. Sandoval, I mean, Vanderpump is, uh, Bravo is very lucky that the show hit the numbers that it did. But because it hit the numbers that it did, you know, sometimes when something gets really successful and now they're like, holy shoot, unless they had a contract in place where you can only get like a certain bump per season, but no agent would ever sign that contract. You know that, right? Like you, when you sign these contracts, you sign just for the season. Agents, a lot of times on these like network shows, at least when I was worked in casting, they tried to release contracts that basically said, you know, you'll get this amount for the next three years. But if you're smart, you don't agree to that. You only agree to that season because if the show explodes like friends, you want to be able to renegotiate your contract for each season as they go. Um, So a lot of comments about the Kim and Croy. And yes, Kim is definitely, uh, she's definitely not one to speak. We saw her drinking. We saw her smoking. I mean, I don't know if that's fact or just like what we were meant to believe, but 
it feels like pot calling kettle black. It's like, it's one thing if he was abusive or like something horrible like that. But if you're going to say like he smoked marijuana, I mean, there's 10 million worse things. And the judge probably smokes marijuana too. Like the judge is probably like, dude, what? Um, she was, okay. So, all right, let's see what else. Oh, Caroline Manzo. Are you guys interested in Jersey? Are you interested in Jersey? You guys, I started this podcast, by the way, not thinking it was going to be just a reality TV recap, but like what else? I mean, I'll tell you all about my life here in LA, but by the way, shout out to my husband, Lance, babe, if you're listening to it, I'm like Carl and Lindsay. I say, babe, babe, babe. We started babe 15 years ago. We are having our anniversary this weekend, May 21st. Sunday is our 12-year anniversary. We got married on May 21st, 2011. If you guys follow me on Instagram, you know I'll be posting some pictures. Um, We are celebrating tonight. We're going out to dinner. So follow along on Instagram because I will take you out to dinner with me. You guys are my uh, third wheel. You guys will be my my Raquel. I'll be Sandoval. Lance will be Ariana and you guys can be my Raquel. I'll take you out with me. 12 years. We are definitely excited about that. Um, And Lance couldn't be here because he has to work today. So he was like, can you wait? We could do an episode tonight or tomorrow. But last time I did a Saturday episode, you guys just didn't like it as much. I didn't get the love. Speaking of, Daily Dose of Donna this week has hit an all-time high in terms of downloads. We have really, really, really um, grown. And I appreciate every single one of you that are sharing this podcast with your friends or telling people about it. We are definitely, definitely, definitely – growing. So I'm really excited about that. I appreciate you guys so much. Um, okay. A little bit real houses in New Jersey. So Caroline Manzo, what are your guys' thoughts on Caroline Manzo? I love Caroline Manzo. I really do. I always loved her. I thought she was great. I loved her real life, like vibe. I loved all of that. One thing I thought was a little bit interesting. She was on the two T's in a pod podcast, um, a few weeks ago. And that's, why, you know, Teresa was not very happy with her, et cetera. Anyway, she was on the Two Teas in a Pod podcast. She just came off in that show a little bit bitter. A little bit bitter. Did you guys get that vibe too? Okay. Uh, word on the street. Watch Donna. I love it. So, so uh, yeah, and I was texting Sarah, uh, Sarah from Jeff Lewis Obsessed says, I need to listen to Andy Cohen on Two Cheese in a Pod. And I listened to a little bit of it this morning. I was texting with Teddy this morning about how amazing she looked and how great the interview was. And Tamara, my my friend Tamara, we were having t- fun talking about it. So Caroline, a couple things. Caroline and her daughter, Lauren, were doing this reality TV um it was like a page six event, a live event. And, you know, nothing crazy was revealed, et cetera. But she says she knows things, but she doesn't want to talk about it. It feels a little bit like thirst trappy. She says she misses season one, Teresa. The fame completely went to her head. And I agree with that. But also, whose head did it not go to in the Real Housewife world? Tell me one person whose head it didn't go to. It went to everyone's head. Maybe not Caroline's, but it went to everyone's head. Um, Her daughter, Lauren, lost 30 pounds using Manjaro. And she she looks amazing, by the way. But like go her and go Ali Shapiro, who is Jill Zarin's daughter. And Jill Zarin, like go these people that are talking about it openly. You know my thing on this. I've talked about it a little while ago. I absolutely believe 
that if you are going to take any sort of medication to lose weight and you're in the public eye or people are following you and you're talking about food or your weight or people are asking you, you must be honest. It is so effed to not be honest and just to say like, no, I started eating protein. Can't handle it. Can't handle it. It upsets me beyond. And I don't know why it triggers me so much. And I mentioned it a little bit before why it did. I think the reason is because I work so hard at looking good from doing the work, right? Like I wake up early. I work out every single day. I eat as well as I possibly can. And it's so it's like, it feels like a slap in my face for you to say like, oh no, I just started like, you know, walking. I just started going on like a walk. You hear that, Mindy? I just started hiking a little bit. By the way, my Instagram feed, my Facebook feed is filled with Ozempic and Manjaro ads and we go the ads. Are you guys getting it too? Filled. Like I can't get, I mean, it's everywhere now. This podcast probably will have an ad. Um, Okay. But by the way, Ozempic, sponsor me. I would totally take an ad from Ozempic. Like, why not? I'm, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Um, okay. Let's see. Anything big uh, else that Caroline said? She said that she, oh, that she didn't call the FBI on Teresa. She thinks that, um, who did she say that she thinks did before I, I, hold on. Let me just open this up really fast. She, uh, she says we'll never say who it was, but she did not, um, call the FBI, but she knows who did. Listen, she can't do it because she can't tell people because A, you know, well, I believe mafia is real and I don't really want uh, Caroline to die. (laughs) Who do you guys think called? Danielle, stop. Um, What about Anything else? She, t- she just talked. It wasn't really anything too exciting. Okay, so I promise you I'm going to be starting Daddy Diaries this weekend. I will share any thoughts next week. I know that Andy Cohen is um, – oh, is there anything new on Beverly Hills? You know, my friend spent uh, a night with Teddy Mellencamp the other night and um, – and Crystal Minkoff at an event. So I know that Crystal was talking a little bit about what her storyline is. And, you know, we'll hear more about that later. I am excited about Beverly Hills. Let me let me think about this. Hold on one second. I'm going to be 100% honest right now. You ready? See this cup? This is how excited I am about Beverly Hills. It's going to spill. I'm not excited about Beverly Hills. I can't believe, look, look how I committed to the bit. I committed to the bit, you guys. Coffee on my desk for you guys. Hold on, let me wipe that. That's how I commit to the, to the bit. Are you guys excited about Beverly Hills? Look, I would love to love the season, but I am truly not interested in Beverly Hills as much as I am the other seasons. I am really, oh, one of my friends asked me yesterday, what are we going to do after Vanderpump? How, what are we going to like be excited about? I think the new New York will be amazing. I'm really excited about that. Um, I want, I'm not that into Atlanta right now. New Jersey is pretty much over. Obviously, we have the reunion. Um, I'm trying Summer House, Martha's Vineyard. You guys, I tried. I started the second episode last night. 
I think the cast is too big. I think that's my issue with Summer House Martha's Vineyard. I feel like the cast is huge. Like there's 20 of them, it feels like. It's just too much. Like there's people everywhere. I'm like, you got to get like six strong people and then go from there. Um, Atlanta is sleepy. The Luann and Sonia show, absolutely not interested whatsoever. I don't know why. Um, what are you saying? You want Brandy Glanville back on Beverly Hills, unpopular opinion. So I think Brandy would have been really good TV. However, she goes too far. And those Beverly Hills women are not like the OC women. Brandy would have been good on OC because I think on OC you can get away with being a little bit more, how should I say, like this is going to offend people. I don't want to offend people, but like trashy a little bit. Like you can hit below the belt a little bit more on OC, but on Beverly Hills, they're too like posh. It doesn't connect. It doesn't fit. Um, Are they doing a new show in Charleston, not Southern Charm? They're doing the Southern Hospitality show, which, you know, was it was good. It was fine. So I guess that show. Yeah, you guys, what are we going to do? Like we need another big banger. Um, do I think Heather from OC to Beverly Hills? Boring. Boring. Heather Dubrow, boring. Not for me. Um, yeah, you guys, we'll have to see. We'll have to see what shows are really exciting coming up. Obviously, we'll always find something. And if it's not that, like A New Love is Blind is coming out soon. And then there'll be something else on another network. Like we'll find things to talk about. And you guys, by the way, I am not just a reality TV recap girl. I talk about all kinds of things. We talk about Jeff Lewis. So I want to know more about what happened on Jeff Lewis. And I will listen to that for sure um, during the replay today. Um, and then I want to know. Um, Let's see if there's any other big news. I don't know. I think Heather McDonald stole my um my TikTok from her from her show. Heather McDonald um had Jax Jax Taylor on her show earlier this week and I just screen recorded a little and I tagged them of course and then I posted on in, on TikTok Schwartz and Sandy's bar is failing and I got hundreds of thousands of views like within hours. Like it went really, really crazy. It went like wildfire. And I tagged Heather and I tagged Jax and I said it was on from Heather McDonald's show. Like there was no hiding of that. And it gained me like literally a thousand followers on TikTok. And then today I went on Instagram and I saw that she posted a reel from the exact same scene um, of the podcast. And it says Schwartz and Sandy's bar is failing in the words. So I'm like, her, I don't think she's doing it. I'm sure she has a social media person doing it, but I'm like, I guarantee you they saw my TikTok and they were like, Oh, this, this one's good. This one's good. Okay. Someone's saying the documentary on the Duggars. You guys, I used to watch the Duggars. I used to watch the Duggars all the time when I was young. Like I was obsessed with the Duggar show. I was obsessed, obsessed with John and Kate plus eight. I love these big family shows. Weird, right? I'm so weird. And um, and it was devastating for me when the Duggars had all that shit that went down. And of course, now I'm like so tuned out. But yes, I want to see this new documentary. Sister Wives. Oh my God. I'm such a Sister Wives fan. Are we going to talk about Sister Wives or does that take us into a low, low brow here? <laughs> Vanderpump is like elite. And now we're talking about Sister Wives. Of course, we're going to talk about Sister Wives. I want to talk about Sister Wives until the day, you know, until uh, the cows come home. About Mary. Um, okay, you guys, we'll, we'll get into all kinds of other things. I will keep you posted on my, my anniversary this weekend. Um, we will talk about everything as the weeks go by. You know, I'm going to be going out of town. 
very soon, in about 20 days. I don't know what I'm going to do with you guys. I still don't know. I want to start like vlogging for you, but it's going to take a lot of work. So we'll have to work something out. I want you guys to stick around with me. Um, You let me know in the comments the best way to connect while I'm gone. Okay, you guys. Love you. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for all the love, for the subscribes, reviews, ratings. It means the world. I I will read a couple. No, I'll do that on Monday. My Some new uh, reviews that I got over the weekend or oh, during this week. I got like five or six new reviews on podcasts, which is so sweet as always. And we'll get into it. Thank you so much. Talk to you guys later. Shabbat shalom. Thank you for purchasing Ilya Wine using code DAILY20. Have an amazing, amazing weekend. Bye, dosers. What's spring like in Park City, Utah? Imagine waking up on a bluebird day to ski the greatest snow on earth at two world-class resorts, Park City Mountain and Deer Valley. Exploring miles of wide open spaces by snowshoe or cross-country skis. Wandering our historic Main Street with its opera ski scene and award-winning restaurants. When you love it like we love it, Park City, Utah will always be winter's favorite town. Join the experience at visitparkcity.com. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.